the American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is the National Intel Report. I'm your host, John Statmiller, with you on this Friday. Already the first week gone in August. It is August 7, 2020. And I got a call here a few minutes ago going, uh, uh, what did you think of the show, show yesterday? I go, oh, I didn't do my show yesterday. Well, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Mark Anderson had a guest at uh, scheduling problems and everything else. Mark was going to be out of town. Uh, For you followers of Mark Anderson, and I hope you are, he's on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays uh, on Republic Broadcasting Network. And uh, Windows in the World has slid into that Tuesday and Thursday spot. And Mikey, what time does that uh, program air? 2 o'clock, 2 to 3 central, Monday through Friday, at any rate. Um, A lot of stuff to talk about today. It's, yeah. Uh, Bill still has been reporting that uh, looks like Julian Assange may be actually um, testifying by by video in a uh, the Seth Rich family lawsuit. Now this this is if <laughs> this is very interesting. Because I can remember, um, what was his name? Oh, Sean Hannity. I can him. I can remember him. He went over to Jolly Old across the pond there, sat down with Julian Assange, and wanted to know, well, where did this information come from? And, well, of course, Julian was not giving it up. He didn't give it up then, and he's not giving it up now. I question whether this guy's still in one piece, and does he have mental faculty still? It seems like he's disappeared. Well, kind of. But he's going to be asked to testify in Seth Rich's family's lawsuit. I find that kind of interesting because, well, you know, uh, he's been almost declared a terrorist for... disseminating and divulging information that the American people needed to know. Same with that other guy. Eh, you know, the one I'm talking about. That uh, well, He was just a contractor, but he 
you know, blew the whistle on civilians getting blown apart over in the Middle East. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. And well, you know, that guy's no good. We need to go after him, too. Well, why? Oh, that's right. We're in a world today, the whistleblowers, um, they're not legitimate. Or if they are legitimate, we need to silence them, uh, kill them, throw them under a bus, blackmail them, sabotage them, or do whatever. You know, it's just this fair world we live in. Well, at any rate, Bill still has some comments to make here. Check them as well as a free 30-day trial. Okay. Go to this website or click the live link in the video description box below. Sorry, Bill, I didn't cut your commercial out. Good morning. (laughs) I'm still reporting on Seth Rich. The British government has been asked by the Federal Prosecutor's Office in the Southern District of New York to allow WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange to testify via video link concerning his knowledge concerning the unresolved murder of Democratic National Committee data manager Seth Rich on July 10th, 2016. Okay, let me stop here. Excuse me. I was actually chewing something. Let me stop here. Because uh, Seth Rich's murder, which the Seth family says it wasn't a hit, uh, it was robbery. Yeah, okay. Uh, And this is what Sean Hannity was trying to get out of Julian Assange when he took the trip across the pond. He wanted to know where this information came from. He was asking Julian Assange directly where this information come from, and he wasn't giving it up. It came from Seth Rich. Okay? But isn't it funny that we didn't investigate Seth Rich as a murder? Oh, no, that was just a... Uh, Let me see. What's our list of choices here? A botched... uh, Oh, no. Um, It could have been suicide. No, no, we can't use that one. Uh, It could have been robbery. Yeah, but they even screwed that up. Didn't take any watches or wallets or anything of value. You know, if you're going to go through the... I mean, think about this, folks. What kind of thief would you be? How true to your craft would you be after you murdered somebody that you wouldn't finish the job? You know, if you're going to murder somebody to steal their stuff... Well, after you murdered them, what do you do? You steal their stuff. At any rate, back with Bill Still. Assange is currently being held in Belmarsh Prison, east of London, serving a 50-week sentence for breaching the British Bail Act on a Swedish arrest warrant for sexual assault that has subsequently been dropped twice for... And, and again, I'm sorry, Bill Still. Yeah, the charges have been dropped but yet they still have him in jail for 50 weeks because he ran afoul of their... Okay. I guess that goes back to the age-old question. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? That was the wrong question to ask. God was the first, and whatever happened after that matter in due course. Lack of evidence. Belmarch is a high-security, low-occupancy prison that typically holds prisoners for terrorist-related offenses. Reports are that Assange is in poor health. Assange is being summoned to testify by controversial U.S. Attorney Daniel Patrick Moynihan in a defamation suit that Seth Rich's parents have brought against the Fox News Network, LLC, reporter Malia Zimmerman, and investigator Ed Butowski for the publication of an online article on May 16, 2017, which stated, 
Seth Rich, slain DNC staffer, had contact with WikiLeaks, say multiple sources. The article quoted a confidential federal investigator's source who was described as having reviewed an FBI forensic report of data taken from Seth Rich's computer, which showed Rich and Assange were in communication. Seth Rich's father, Joel Rich, contacted reporter Malia Zimmerman seeking a retraction. On May 23, 2017, Fox News issued a retraction explaining the article was not initially subject to the high degree of editorial scrutiny we require for all our reporting. Uh, in which that reads, um, here's a hot potato story. You're litigious, you're coming after us, and, well, we're just going to back off. I'm sorry, Bill, you were saying. However, it is not clear how Joel Rich would know what was on his son's computer, and it is known that the Riches claim they have installed three video cameras outside their home to detect unwanted visitors. I'm still reporting from just outside the Citadel of American Freedom. Good day. Very interesting. How did they know what was on his computer? Hmm. You know, um, I think uh, the Seth Rich family has been leaned on, and leaned on heavily. That's my opinion. Based on how, of how all of this went down. You know, we had that cop. Remember that cop initially came out? He's a black detective. He says, wait a minute. He said, this, this was a murder. There's an investigation. This is an open murder case. Well, I didn't hear any declaration that was closed or anything else. So here's the official narrative. Seth Rich was murdered in the wee hours of the morning, right down the street from his house. This was a robbery that took place, and Seth Rich is dead. But what's left out of this story is that Seth Rich, in fact, did give Julian Assange the information that is in so much controversy. So what do you do? You lean on the people that are left to try to quell this wild conspiracy rumor. Threaten lawsuits. Yeah. So at any rate, yeah. I, I You know, I, we're probably going to find out here that... Uh, how many times has Seth Rich shot in the back? Twice? Yeah. You know, we're probably going to find out that, uh, well, he, he was a bad shot and that he shot himself in the back three times, but he missed once. Well, let's get the political crap out of the way here. Uh, Seattle. <laughs> hey, is this a rumor, Mike? Didn't China try to buy... Uh, uh, didn't they try to buy uh, Washington? <laughs> they said, well, wait a minute. I hear, I hear you guys are pro-communists. <laughs> you know, join, join the motherland here. At any rate, I'm sorry. Bad joke. That should be our new host on the line. Is that our new host on the line? It is? Okay. Well, before you hang up on him, I want to bring him up for a few minutes. All right. At any rate, Portland Mayor um, Ted Wheeler 
was standing shoulder to shoulder with angry protesters. Of course, he did that while wearing his COVID mask and his eye protection and breathing tear gas and having the demonstrators out there give him a hard way to go when he's been over to help them. Now, on Thursday evening, uh, Wheeler condemned rioters who tried to torch a police precinct, uh, precinct rather, after blocking the exits while officers were still inside. And he says, when you commit arson with an accelerant in an attempt to burn down a building that's occupied by people who you have intentionally trapped inside, you're not demonstrating, you are attempting to commit murder. I did this in conjunction with um, a press conference Wheeler did with police chief Chuck Lovell. And he says, don't think for a moment that if you are participating in this activity, you are not being a prop for the re-election campaign of Donald Trump. Okay. Ah, oh, God. We'll get into the tribal thinking here a little bit later on. I'll leave this go for right now. On Wednesday, a riot was declared after protesters swarmed the Portland Police Bureau's East Precinct building, breaking glass doors, lighting a fire, using accelerant, throwing fireworks and other objects at officers, spray-painting over security cameras. Uh, According uh, to a report, someone in a truck also tried to run over police officers. On Wednesday, a riot was declared after protesters swarmed the Portland Police Bureau's East Precinct. As I said, breaking the glass and all that other stuff. The front doors of the precinct were barricaded before the fire was started with more than 20 officers and civilian employees inside, according to police. Officers used tear gas to disperse the rioters, and at least eight people were arrested. Okay, for attempted murder. Okay, I I can see that. Uh, this is this is a coup to get Donald Trump back in office, D- folks. Do you, do you ever wonder where this pus, what pimple they squeeze to get this kind of pus out? I mean, that's the most derogatory, disgusting analogy I can use, and that was fully intended. I believe that city staff could have died last night, said Wheeler. I cannot and will not tolerate that. This is not a peaceful protest. This is not advocacy to advance reforms. Well, he could have said that and left out the Trump thing that, oh, you just guys, you're just being used for props to keep Donald Trump out of office. So don't act out of your role. Is that what he's asking? Is that what he's saying? Oh, that 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 the the this whole thing, you know, all the, the the years and the decades and the centuries that blacks were abused and Black Lives Matter is important. That somehow that thing got hijacked. Well, now we're into cancel culture. Get rid of the history. We need to form a new government. And really, what the heck does that have to do with a police officer kneeling on Pink Floyd's head? Well, you already know the answer. To that it doesn't. Now, I'm a little behind in my postings today, right, Mike? Pretty much all there. Now, you wait. (laughs) The story I go for is going to be the one you ain't got to yet. (laughs) But we shall see. At any rate, uh, I'll bring that up here in a second. Let me 
move this over there. That's over there. Let's bring this up. Where am I at? Here we go. Ah, it's been a crazy day, folks. It has been absolutely nuts. And the computer's taking forever. I guess 104 degree heat. Does that slow even uh, fiber down, Mike? Do you know? <laughs> but, but according to the governor of Texas, we got COVID-19 spreading across Texas. The only thing that's being spread across Texas is the bull crap, and you want to make us believe it's Nutella. No, it's actually bull excrement. Thank you very much, Governor. And by the way, everybody that I talked to so far, it's my own sample polling, Mr. Governor. Don't try to get out of that chair. That's the one they're going to use to wheel you right out of office. And I'm only talking to the people that voted for you. I am not talking to Democrats or independents or the people that marked the box for other. I am talking to you about people that voted for you to the man. So far, I've got a list of, I think, 54 or 55 and not one of them said that they would vote for you again. Oh! Ooh! But, you know, hey, he might get be getting paid under the table. He might have been, they might have made promises to him. Yeah, Governor, we got miracle cures. You carry out this COVID-19 crap and we'll get you a new set of legs. Or maybe they're going to pay him off. Or maybe this guy is just stupid. Or maybe... He's one of these Republicans that's uh, oh, wrapped up in Democrat clothing. Oh, no, 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 no. That would be a Democrat wrapped up in Republican clothing, just like the ex-governor of Ohio was, Mr. Kasich. And the hits just keep on coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a lot to talk about today. You know, this Governor Noam uh, of South Dakota. I'm sorry? Well, Mike says, okay, are we voting here today, Mike? No, you just like the way she looks. You're looking at her through male eyes. And if you can't hear him cackling, he knows I just told the truth. Got you every time, Mike. Well, she's a lot better looking than that thing, that witless up there in, in Michigan. Falling in love with a politician. Really, Mike? Really? God. All right, well, here's Governor Nome as she was on the Fox News. But her state only had 11 people die. Per 100,000? I don't know how many people are in South Dakota. About 100,000. Oh, I got a cough. I got COVID-19. Let's shut it down. Okay, that's it. I've been tested. Uh, uh. What was that line out of the movie, that uh, one of the last movies, the uh, kid that OD'd? Uh, You have been... uh, you have been tried, you've been tested, and you're found wanting. <laughs> I forget the name of the movie, which... Okay, I'm glad we're going to break, because now I'm starting to babble. We'll be back! No reason to get excited! 
Extend your life with Extendovite, a seven-herb combination made from garlic, cayenne, bilberry, hawthorn, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Each herb was chosen for their abilities to help improve irregular heartbeats, chest pain, lower cholesterol, as well as normalize blood pressure and clean and strengthen arteries, plus much, much more. Doctors have taken people off of some or all of their pills just because they believe their patients got better while taking Extendivite. Get the dependability of Extendivite. Just see how you feel in six months. A two-month supply of either capsules or liquid is only $69.95 plus shipping and handling. Call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. We need to fix this. This has been going on for years. Yeah, it finally popped up. <laughs> no, I think you got distracted by Governor Noam. Michael's not married, ladies. 
Okay. There, I let the cat out of the bag. I bet your girlfriend's not going to like that. At any rate, I got Richard Carry on with me. Richard, how are you? Hello, John. I'm doing well. Doing well. Uh, hope you're having a good Friday. Uh... Well, that depends on your point of view. If I was brain-dead, disconnected, or if I was a Democrat, hey, couldn't be better. (laughs) But that's not the case. Hey, look, I just wanted to bring you on for a few minutes to let people know uh, that you'll be starting uh, on the network next Monday. And you are going to be Monday through Friday for one hour. And that spot is going to be from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Monday through Friday. And, of course... We don't use the Central Standard Time. We, we're not the East Coast uh, elite. We're just the COVID-19 kind of Central Texas people that don't believe in time zones to begin with. <laughs> well, that sounds uh, sounds just about right. I am looking forward to, uh, I mean, I'm aware of your listenership from a lot of the other hosts' shows, so I'm looking forward to interacting with uh, some of these these listeners and uh, the form of the callers uh, who you know who do choose to interact, I am very. I mean, this is quite a, a key moment for me to be to be joining with this lockdown. It's such a psychological operation, and I mean, I since around March, I, I'd say I was suspecting nefarious purposes, economic and as we're learning more and more about control as well. This is all linked to Agenda 21, and uh, you know, now they're calling it the Great Reset. Did you, uh, notice, did you notice something, though, Richard? They were calling it the Great Reset even before they rolled out their Great Reset stuff. That's what I found rather fascinating, and I thought, you know, uh, somebody, somebody jumped the gun. Yeah, yes, no, absolutely. I mean, I've found some good documents uh, tracing it all back to the World Economic Forum, um, their meetings starting in 1971. And, I mean, it, it seems basically about the whole Agenda 21 program. Uh, ultimately, they want to bring the first world uh, living standard down to the third world. They call it the fourth industrial revolution. So that they don't want us to be using cars as much. They don't want us to be using as much electricity or or uh, consuming as much gadgets and uh, energy. And uh, so that's their solution, uh, other than for the elite, of course. Well, uh, and, yeah, it's interesting how they'll, they'll repackage it for um, climate change and now for, for pandemic um, concerns to justify all of this getting rolled out faster. I, well, I think they're going a little too much too fast, you know, well, a lot uh, of people are waking up. Well, well, of course they are. Just as I was talking to Steve Elkins before the program today, I said, Steve, I said, you notice something here about Australia? And I said, I did the story uh, the other day that, uh, well, now they're allowing the police along with the health people to walk in your house unannounced, walk right in if you're dumb enough to leave your doors open in Australia now. But, hey, the cops can walk right in with whoever they want. They don't have to knock. They don't have to ask permission. They don't have to show a warrant. They don't have to show anything. And then on the very same day, the stories hit the wires that, uh, well, the cops are down there batoning people's windows in their cars, smashing windows to pull them out of the car so they can identify them. You know, I'm looking at this and I'm going, wait a minute, Steve. I said, do you remember, you know, I I said, I think Arkansas a couple of weeks ago jumped the gun with their track and trace because they sent National Guard 
in with the health people to extract them if they weren't cooperative. And they jumped the gun on that. See, we weren't supposed to know that this track and trace program has those sorts of dynamics to it. I said, so hearken back to the JFK assassination. Literally within an hour after it was reported that John F. Kennedy was shot, wasn't even really declared dead yet, but just shot, and he went to the Parkland Medical Center and whatever else. Even before it was declared that he was dead, the Australian newspapers were carrying the story of the lone gunman. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the lone gunman uh, from the book depository carried out this assassination. Of course, I'm talking about Lee Harvey Oswald. They jumped the gun. So we got a lot of... When, when you involve this many people in, in such a scamdemic, somebody's going to screw up someplace. It, it, it's invariably... It always happens. But I, I digress. Uh, Mr. Fauci, by the way, I was going to tell you uh, that well, let's not forget that back in 2017... This is the year after Mr. Trump got elected. He was predicting and generates buzz. And, well, uh, he said that there's going to be a pandemic, a surprise outbreak in the upcoming Trump administration. Did you know that that 79-year-old Dr. Fauci, did you know he was clairvoyant, Richard? Did, did you know that? I, I didn't. Maybe he's using tea leaves. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, hey, hang on a second. I got to take the bottom of the hour break. We'll be right back. Hold on. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. So you love talk radio. Then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on 24-7 with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Broadcasting Network, late night premiere show of Redfield Hardcore is hosted by activists that want to hear from you. The listeners, so that you can get involved in the activism, please call in at 800-313-9443 at 10 p.m. to enter the discussion. To book yourself as a guest, call our studio at 202-657-5715 or contact RBN staff. Remember, keep it real and take the red pill. Did you know that you can be tracked and traced when you're online? With identity theft and cybercrimes on the rise, your passwords, your identity, and even your physical location can be revealed to complete strangers. Would you like to surf the Internet anonymously and not have to worry about these threats? Well, now you can by visiting PatriotInternet.com. For about $2 per month, PatriotInternet.com will conceal your IP address and your physical location, allowing you to browse the web, send emails, and instant message anonymously. PatriotInternet.com will bypass filters, block sites, and keyword blocking. You can also bypass logging by your router and your ISP. With PatriotInternet.com, there is no software to install and uses 128-bit encryption for your protection. When using wireless hotspots, 
PatriotInternet.com shields your information from identity thieves and is compatible with Windows, Mac, and Linux. Protect your identity and your freedom with anonymous Internet access from PatriotInternet.com. Visit PatriotInternet.com today. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. By the way, Mike. Nobody else gets to use my bumper music. If, if I bring it on my show, I'm hearing my bumps played on everybody's show. You know, let them come up with their own stuff rather than steal mine. If they're afraid of I pick crappy bumper music, this must be known. This must be found out. At any rate, just teasing, talking. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm on a jag today. I'm sorry, folks. Talking to Richard Carey beyond the official narrative, and I really like that title. Beyond the official narrative. It really sets a precedent for the listeners, what's in store for them, doesn't it? It certainly does, and and I like stuff that's aptly named. Well, my friend, I just wanted to drag you on air. You didn't know you were going to do this, and I appreciate you uh, giving me a few minutes here. Um, you're going to be back on, uh, well, not this show, that you have sub before, and and I was told by Mikey, unless he's lying to me, that the callers that called in really liked you. That's great to hear. That's that's good news. What, that he's not lying? Or... <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I'm looking forward to interacting with the listenership for sure, John. All right. Well, I'm just I'm just testing your 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 uh, your metal here a little bit. Uh, you 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 will be tried. You you'll have the and, and I'm here to warn you that the moles and the trolls out there they think they see a new victim coming. Yeah. They'll test you, and then you do away with them, and then you get on with the important business of imparting the information to people that they need to hear. All right. Richard, I'm glad to have you aboard. Good luck on your Monday kickoff. We'll all be listening. It's been a pleasure, John. Have a great night. Okay, Richard. You too. That was kind of unexpected. But like usual, we do things on the fly. Where did that expression ever come from? What? 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 <laughs> On the fly, you know? 
It ain't what you thought it was, was it? No spin zone. Bill O'Reilly? No, he just happened to say that. That's not where it originated from. Oh, that was the joke. I am asking for information, not your idea of what I should hear. See? Just admit you don't know. Okay, I'll admit I don't know. Well, here, here's one for you. Here's hey Mike, here's one for you. Put a sock in it. Where do you think that came from? Now, everybody has used the term. Okay, everybody's used that term, but they don't know where it came from. Where it actually came from was the original gramophones that were out there that had no volume control. <laughs> one volume setting, size fits all. And if it was too loud or you wanted to hear the music and you couldn't move the gramophone away from you or you from the gramophone, you would just literally stick a sock in it to kind of mute the sound. Isn't everybody glad they know that now? That's that little factoid or is that a hemorrhoid of life that you knew that uh, you didn't need but you had anyhow. Okay, at any rate, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, told a gathering of students and experts at Georgetown University Medical Center in January 2017 that the incoming Trump administration would face a surprise outbreak of a new disease in the United States needed to prepare for it. How did he know that? Has anybody asked Mr. Fauci how he knew that? How did this 79-year-old, where did he get his clairvoyancy? What crystal ball? If he's got a crystal ball that predicts the future, (laughs) I want to use that ball for non-nefarious purposes. He went on to say, if there's one message that I want to leave with you today, based on my experience, that there's no question that there will be a challenge to the coming administration in the arena of infectious diseases. (sighs) Amazing. Amazing stuff. All right, back to your new love of your life, Governor Noam. Here is the short interview, and you may not be in love with her anymore. Listen to how she's politically, I don't know, well, what, do you, what do you call this, walking the higher wire? Okay. But joining me now is a governor who refused to give in to the left's demands and lockdown requests, Governor Christy Noam of South like Dakota. A governor, it's great to have you on tonight. You have been lambasted in the press for not stripping your residents of their basic freedoms and their right to work and go to school. But here uh, we are about now six months into this pandemic, and South Dakota still has a death rate 11 times lower than New York's per 100,000 people. Amazing. Yeah. 
we're doing very well, Laura, and that's really the story that needs to be told, is that I trusted my people, uh, they trusted me, they took personal responsibility for dealing with this virus, and we're doing very well. Not only do we have one of the lowest death rates, we've had got about 40 people that are in the hospital today statewide. Our infection rates are low, uh, our job losses are low, our economy is doing better than virtually any other state, and I think it's a real testimony to what could have been possible in many of these other states that the governors just made the wrong decisions. Well, despite this overwhelming evidence, uh, Governor Noem, including, as you just said, from your state, the left is still urging national lockdowns. Watch. Lockdowns work. Quarantine works. Uh, isolation works. Wearing masks work. Contact tracing works. Uh -huh. These things work, and we're not doing them. If we were to lock down hard for a month or six weeks, we could get the case count down so that our testing and our contact tracing was actually enough to control it. Now, if you didn't recognize that voice, that was a guy by the name of Cash Carey. And if you guys remember, Cash Carey was part of the Federal Reserve in the time of the takedown of the greatest ripoff ever witnessed by mankind. I rechristened him Cash and Carry. Governor, your state proves this is just not the case, and we don't need to strip the people of their freedom to fight the virus. You know, what works is washing your hands, um, making good decisions. I think what we're seeing there is encouraging leaders to make decisions that where they will overstep their authorities in a time of crisis. And that's how we lose this country, Laura. That is exactly what's happening, is that we are allowing them to take control of our country in a way that we haven't seen before. So we need a few people to stand up, read our history, talk about the importance of our Constitution, and the fact that these governors need to recognize that they need to uphold those freedoms that we hold so dear and allow these people to take care of their families and make the right decisions and deal with this virus much like we do every other challenge that comes our way and Americans tackle it together. What I'm frustrated by I mean, what? is just the next... Go, go ahead. Sorry, what would, what would have happened to your state's economy had we listened to this Dr. Hazeltine or any of these other officials, Neil Kashkari at the Fed, I don't know why he's supposedly an expert at, at this, but uh, what would have happened to your economy and your people? Well, they would have been devastated. We would have lost businesses. Families would have lost their homes. Uh, we would have seen so many more people still continue to get sick, still be hospitalized, but they'd be doing it with less resources to take care of each other and less of an ability to really go forward and provide for their families. So that's the challenge here is that our state is so diverse. We have very urban areas, but we also have very rural areas. And a blanket approach doesn't make sense for the entire state of South Dakota. It doesn't make sense for this entire country. And that's why we need local leaders to trust people in their communities to make the decisions that work best for them. And uh, we also need them to be optimistic, Laura. I mean, this, yeah. this negativity that we hear from leaders and doctors about uh, how terrible the situation is in our country, we're in a good spot. We are driving down our death rates. The virus is moving across the country, but we're taking care of people. They're getting the resources. The virus is moving across the country. No, it isn't. The testing is. And they're claiming they're testing people in the middle of the summer down here in Texas, folks. Well, what's the outside, your little thermometer there for your outdoor? 
101 degrees. Man, this must be one hell of a flu virus that can... Yeah. No. Jeez. Uh, I, I'm not even going to bother playing the rest of this. Because Miss Longneck here with a busted chainsaw voice, I'm, you know, she's looked upon as being one of the cornerstones, <laughs> and that was pun intended, over at Fox News as uh, being one of the conservative voices that are left in America. Yet today on Fox News, I see a new commercial promoting their democracy 2020. And there she is standing in the Lincoln Memorial where I have been, I recognized exactly where she was at. Yeah, the Lincoln Memorial and with the Masonic reflecting pole and the big phallic symbol at the end of that one. Yeah. But anyhow, very con- I was very confused because she called this a republic, but she used the term democracy in the same sentence. Now, I don't want to be too hard on these journalists. I know they have a lot to do. There's a lot of... There's a lot of teleprompters to read, and we've got to make sure our makeup's right, and, you know, we've got to make sure our skirt's hiked up to the proper, you know, level to garner the male viewership. I get all that. I get all that. But has anybody called out Fox News under use of democracy here? No, they haven't. And now we have the conservative... Don't know what she is. I, I Honest to God, folks, she looks like a woman, uh, talks like a busted chainsaw, but just can't seem to get the text right as to if this country is a democracy or it's a constitutionally limited republic. And maybe I'm being a little hard on her because the administrative state took over, I don't know what, 70, 80 years ago. And I think a lot of people are confused as to exactly what kind of kind of governmental mechanism do we have that's been altered to the point where it's almost unrecognizable at least those that can still read and compare notes <sighs> John Rappaport is talking about the COVID case numbers far lower than claimed and and John I I, I, I he, <laughs> he's getting creative here <laughs> to an audience that's obviously over 60 because he's quoting Casablanca. You know, the one with Ingrid Bergman. And, yeah. I am shocked. Shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. You're winning, sir. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> that was the chief of police and the... yeah. He starts the story out that we've checked your equipment and we believe you'll be safe even though you're stepping into an alien environment. Remember, the denizens you'll encounter are congenital tricksters. They live on lies. They eat them. They broadcast them. They worship them in their Hades. And that's his notes from uh, the underground. So once again, we don hazmat suits. We enter the mad, mad world of basic COVID lies. For purposes of argument only, we assume a new coronavirus was actually discovered. The diagnostic test is meaningful, and the case numbers are also meaningful. 
within that mad world, the amount of fraud is still immense. As I've documented, all sorts of case number cons are running loose, little, medium, and large cons, entering COVID on all test results from labs. Oops, uh, computer error. The PCR test itself spits out false positives because it lights up like a Christmas tree when it encounters various irrelevant germs and so on and so forth. But I digress. But there is a superhighway version of fake number counting, by definition, written in stone, institutionalized from the twinkle-toed mavens at the CDC, home of numbers, house of cards, read on. He said the relevancy references Children's Health Defense, July 24. If COVID fatalities were 90.2% lower, how would you feel about schools reopening? Had the CDC used its industry standards, medical examiners and coroners, handbook on death registration and fetal death reporting revision of 2003, as it has for all other causes of death for the last 17 years, the COVID-19 fatality count would be approximately 90.2% lower than it currently is. I'm sorry, let me revisit Let's not let the facts get in the way of anybody's argument here. Let me just repeat my unfounded facts. Had the CDC used its industry standard, using the information from medical examiners, coroners, the handbook of death registration and fetal death reporting revisions of 2003, as it has for all other causes of death for the last 17 years, the COVID-19 fatality count would be approximately 90.2% lower than it currently is. Nothing to see here, folks. I return you to your regular COVID-19 special and your propaganda from your TV screen. They control the vertical. They control the horizontal. Don't touch that screen. We're in control. The article is somewhat complex, and it should be studied carefully. He said, here's my main takeaway. The special CDC guidelines for labeling patients COVID are absurd. These rules open up the door to falsely inflating case and death numbers. This is more than fiddling with statistics. It's an institutional and official invitation to create fake cases, gigantic numbers of them, just as they have been doing, even though the CDC and the World Health Organization now recognizes, well, we woke them up, but they're not buying the propaganda. They're looking, they're peeking back at us with this quizzical look on their face. Oops, do you think they know? Hmm, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think I know? Personally, I don't give a dead bag of cats how you feel. I'm just looking at this, and I'm reporting on what I see. I'm not Bill Still, but I'm still reporting. Ladies and gentlemen, J.R. Moore here. We have a special promotion going on at Republic Broadcasting. This is a fundraiser for Republic Broadcasting involving the Energy Cleaner. Mail me a postcard. My address is at my website at thelibertyman.com. 
We pick a postcard every other Thursday. When your postcard is drawn out, you get to buy an energy planner for $215 instead of $285, $70 discount. $200 goes to Republic Broadcasting. You also get a 10% discount on my mattress pads. So get those postcards in, put your name, your telephone number, your email address on there, and when your postcard is drawn, you get to get an energy cleaner for $215 instead of $285. Mattress pads, 10% off. Help us out at Republic Broadcasting and help yourself to get an energy cleaner at a deep discount. It's a win-win situation for everybody. We hope you can get these postcards in soon. Thank you very much. Extend your life with Extendivite really works. Here are some reviews from Amazon.com. Nikki, great product. Have to try it for a few months to see results. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I have noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from carpal tunnel. I will continue to buy the product. Ken Peaks, five out of five stars. Works as advertised. This formula is very powerful. Be careful to follow directions. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure has stabilized and my lower edema has reduced. Lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. Thank you. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Tired of being lied to by mass media? It's growing more and more apparent today that news is received less and less through standard media outlets. Even with a growing audience every day, RBN is beginning to direct more efforts into social media. Social media and the use of the Internet is fast becoming the primary source of people for news, regardless of demographic. RBN has set out to provide some of the best news on the Internet through republicbroadcasting.org and also has begun to use the tools to our advantage by way of social media. Public Broadcasting is now operating a Facebook page to function as yet another avenue to have our collective voice reach new audiences across not only America, but across the globe as well. The Facebook page features not only news, but also an RBN player to listen to our broadcast. Get involved by visiting Facebook.com slash Republic Broadcasting and liking our page and share it with your friends and family because you can handle the truth. White House doesn't trust the CDC <laughs> ordering hospitals to send their information directly to Homeland Security. I wonder who's who's waiting in the wings over there to sabotage that for the Trump White House. <laughs> if you waited through that CDC ball of fraud, and I'm not going to go through what the CDC has here. Uh, John Rappaport already did that. He says, um, you'll see how easy it is to work a deception in COVID case counting and death numbering counting. For example, chills and fever or cough are sufficient to label a patient probable case of COVID. Uh, If he was also in contact with a risk cohort as defined by public health authorities. Authorities, folks. 
ordering people around. Going to take your freedom away from you. These are health authorities. Mm. This means an elderly person living in a nursing home, the whole home would be at risk, or they would be a risk cohort. Who coughs or who has chills and fever could be diagnosed with no test as a probable case of COVID. Now, the reason for the hoax is obvious. Medical dictators have have to squeeze out every possible number they can by any means necessary to justify their rampant economic and thus human destruction. The lockdowns and the shutdowns have nothing to do with the disease, folks. Also, case numbers sell vaccines, and selling vaccines is the CDC's main business activity. And guess what Fox News is saying? Oh, yeah, take the vaccines. Uh, Mark Levin, oh, yeah, take the vaccines. (laughs) Oh, God. You know, trying to find the truth in a sea of lies anymore is becoming quite an art. And these people have learned how to be artful dodgers. If you bring something up that doesn't make any, uh, they can't answer it honestly, they'll just deflect and move on to something else. Standard practice, but hey, you know, what the hell. Oh, by the way, uh, before I get out of here this hour, I wanted to let you know about this. Now, Donald Trump, oh, are you crazy? He's saying that the election's trying to be rigged. No, we know it is. In Las Vegas, folks, in Clark County, 223,469 mail-in ballots ballots were mailed out. But guess what? They came back because they were all labeled undeliverable. <laughs> nah, there's not going to be any fraud in this mail-in. <laughs> there's not going to be a postal employee that's going to take a crap load of ballots and throw them in the dumpster? No. Are you kidding? That would never happen. Clark County, Nevada. Total of 223,469 mail-in ballots sent to registered voters for the June 9th primary election ended up bouncing as undeliverable. 17% of that number was sent out. Of those, 58% were from inactive voters and 42% were from active voters. Now that means in a vote-by-mail system, a large percentage of voters who otherwise might go to the polls would not be able to vote. It also means that no one knows for sure what's going to happen to all those undeliverable ballots, and it is not paranoia to believe that many of them will be mailed in by unknown partisan activists. No. You know, it's... It's high felony in this country, folks. They used to string people up that messed with the ballot. Now it's just a footnote on a page someplace, and nah, there's nothing to that. Nothing to see here. Let's just move on and put Joe Biden in the White House for 2020. Yeah. It's also patriotic. We'll take calls in the next hour, 800-313-9443. We'll do that after this top-of-the-hour break. Stay tuned. 
What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth.